Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Down Under Fundercast. A podcast where we talk about podcasts and other related podcasting news and we practice the art of talking complete and utter A-grade bullshit. I'm your host Jay. Uh, welcome uh, to this beautiful day or night or wherever you are. Maybe you're at work or you're in bed or you're sitting in the car crying because you've had a bad day. I don't know. I don't really care. But welcome anyway. Uh, today of the date of this recording is the 4th of the 12th and we are 21 days away from Christmas. 21 days. So, <laughs> anyone who knows me knows that I am not the biggest fan of Christmas. Even as a child, I hated Christmas. I don't know why. Probably because Christmas for me usually sucked ass. It did. It it genuinely, I hated Christmas because bad things would always happen. You know, and that's, you know, when you're a kid and you come from a pretty shitty upbringing... Those things tend to happen. Um, yeah, you know, I think the day I, I think being a kid, the first time I realized that I hated Christmas was when I was seven years old and I asked Santa for a Game Boy Advance. And this was like fucking. What was it? Would have been like 2004, 5? Like, Game Boys had been out for like six years at the time you could pick one up for like 50 bucks at like a second hand shop and Santa wouldn't give it to me <laughs> so I knew I started hating Christmas then you know I also found out in there, like I think the year later I f- sort of realised that Santa wasn't real and that sucked more I was like oh Santa didn't want to give me that present my mum didn't want to give me that present and then you know just family fights would always happen and then when I got older I would usually spend Christmas alone and, you know, being a 15, 16, 17 year old young adult, that sucks. Doesn't make you exactly feel loved. And I think I just became bitter and I hated it. But this year, trying to change. I'm trying to enjoy this Christmas. You know, I'm one of the very few lucky people in the world, especially in Melbourne, who has kept the job the whole time you know it sounds horrible to say but I probably had the best financial year of my life this year and that sucks for everyone else you know it makes me feel like a piece of shit but considering I have a lot to be thankful for and I have a very good situation at the moment and you know this year I started this podcast so that's made me, you know, it's given me something to look forward to the week, even though, once again, as I seem to always be mentoring on this podcast at the moment, that I am fucking tired. <laughs> like, the start of the week I was great, I was sleeping really well, and I had a good pattern, and now I'm fucked. To the point where I'm getting like four hours sleep and I'm hopping in the car to go to work. And it's only a five minute drive down the road. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a car accident. I think to last night, I think I sat at the traffic lights for 30 seconds as a green light was on on the fucking highway. What cunts are beeping me? I'm like, why are these cunts beeping me? What the fuck's going on? 
And I'm like, oh shit, it's green, fuck. <laughs> so, where, where was it going? Oh, Christmas. So this year, I'm going to try and enjoy Christmas a lot more. You know, I'm also a not big fan of presents. Like, I, if I want something, I just buy it. And my partner was like, well, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, fucked if I know. And she'll always buy me something and she always tries to be a little bit extravagant with it. So I think this year she bought me fucking AirPods. And I really wanted to turn around and be like, oh, thanks, but like, I don't really want to take a $250 pair of headphones to work and then lose them and then feel like a piece of shit. So I was like, oh, that's great, but you didn't have to do that, you know? If I want something, just buy it. And then she was like, you want me to buy a PlayStation 5? And I'm like, you could fucking try. Maybe next Christmas. Because they're all gone. They're all... And none of them are coming out. You you can't get your hands on one unless you want to pay two grand. And I wouldn't buy it anyway, anyway. I'll wait until later in the year. It looks like later in the year. So, yeah. I probably filled up a bit of time with that. Considering, like, I'll be honest, it's a snow, it's a slow news week. Like, there hasn't been a great deal of stuff that's happened. There's been a few key points, but it's really been run-of-the-mill sort of stuff. You know, bits and pieces here and there, but nothing really interesting, especially in the podcasting world. Like, it's been good podcasts. It's just no big news. There's no big stories. You know, there's no drama. There's no... Nothing big happening. So, I don't know. It might be a shorter episode than usual, but... What can you do? Um, one of the big pieces of news that has probably come out to week that isn't exactly podcasted related is that it would seem that there is a vaccine right around the corner. You know, for AIDS. It was a joke. I'm obviously, I'm not talking about AIDS. The cure for AIDS has already been made. It's called money. Ask Magic Johnson. Um, but no, there seems to, it seems that they are weeks, maybe even days away from starting to release the vaccine or what they believe to be the vaccine for COVID. Uh, listen, I'm going to take a very controversial approach here. Um, I want to first off say I'm not an anti-vaxxer by any stretch of the imagination. I've had all my shots. My kids will have all their shots. I understand that it's, you know, there are, there is the slightest of slight chance that they may cause complications, but I also don't want to have diseases that are 150 years old return back to society. We've got one pandemic, that's enough, but I'm trying to word this correctly. I don't want to be one of the first cabs off the rank to get this. And I won't be. I'm not a essential. I'm not a, you know, one of the heroes, you know, the nurses, the doctors, you know, all these kind of people. So I'm not going to be the first one to get it. I don't really want to be in that second batch neither. I'm, would, you know, I don't need it. I'm young enough. Like, if I get this, I'll probably survive. Like, I don't have the greatest lungs in the world, but I'll probably be okay. And there's probably more people in the world who need it more than me. And there's probably more people in the world who would rather take it than me. Not saying I'd never take it, but I... 
I don't like the idea of taking something that has been rushed, and it has been rushed, and putting that in my body. Not, you know, not just for the simple fact that we don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. You know, I would never tell anyone not to take it. If you want to take it, take it. I don't give a fuck. But. There's no way to say this and not sound like a massive dick. Like, there isn't. And people are going to look at this and go, you don't care about COVID. You've had a good year. What do you care? You know, and I'm sure private businesses and so on and so forth will make, put you in a situation where you have, to, not have to take it, but, you know, you won't be able to hop on a plane and, you know, there'll be a lot of things you won't be allowed to do. Which is fine, like, you know, I don't intend on travelling anywhere for the next couple of years, so I'm happily sit back for a couple of years and just let everyone else have it. I'm okay with not going for a, to a concert in a couple of years, and if a business wants to deny me service, well, just ta- you know, I can get everything delivered to the door. I don't need to go out anymore. We live in a world where we don't need to. Um... Yeah. Fuck, if... If my old lady heard this, she'd fucking kill me. She'd be like, what the fuck do you mean? You're gonna take it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to take it. i be honest with you. <laughs> Not at the moment. I just want to see what happens. Because we've had, you know, there's been... Heaps of things that have been released that have been, you know... Been touted as saying, oh, they're perfectly fine. And then you find out later they cause cancer. Or they, you know, your eyeballs melt out of your sockets and all that kind of jazz I'll just wait let let the people who really really need it take it first so yeah that's been the that's probably been the biggest thing on the big the biggest thing going on at the moment like you know and it's a big deal like you know we've been going through this for the last year nearly we need to return back to normality and if this offers us that chance then we should take it but you all take it first as um in my favourite one of my favourite quotes from X-Men is fucking you know in war you always let the pawns go first you you guys go Um, you guys go and take it and tell me how you go I'll just sit back and I'll wait um, what else? Probably the only well, there's a bit of podcasting news, but not too much. Um, probably the biggest part is friendly Geordie's believes the collaborating mafia is going to kill him, or is going to attempt to kill him, or make it look like an accident. Um, he's been pointing out some pretty widespread corruption, some pretty shitty stuff that. Um, John Barilalo, John Barilalo, oh, just fuck it, just call him Brass, he's just Brass, okay, that's what his name is. He's been pointing out a lot of corruption that he's been doing, along with, you know, Gladys's hands in the pig, in the, in the pot. Um, and he just put out a tweet and said, listen, I don't really want to have to do this, but I would never kill myself, and nor do I really think I'd ever be in an accident. 
So he thinks someone's after him. He's definitely, you know, stirred the hornet's nest, as they say. Um, jeez. I think it was only last week we were talking about him, people trying to cancel him, and now they're trying to kill him. Talk about a fucking escalation and a half. Yeah. But, yeah, go and check out... Uh, what was it called? I've uh, caught up with a lot of stuff that I've missed of his in the last couple weeks. Um, go and watch his hour-long video called How to Solve a Problem Like Friendly Geordie. It's really interesting and it really covers a lot of stuff about the mainstream media and its problems with it. As my nose gets itchy. And why journalists are really just scum of the earth. So definitely go and check that out. And what else happened this week? Well, you had the Tyson Jones fight. Which, it was a good fight. Like, it was really interesting. Tyson fucking... I don't know why it was a draw. It wasn't a draw. Tyson won that. And it's hard-pressed for me to believe that he didn't. But, you know... It was, there was, it was, it was a fight with no knockouts. Like, what can you expect? The big knock, but there was a knockout, I'll tell you that much. You had Jake Paul knock out cold Nate Robinson. Jeez, <laughs> <sighs> he put, he put his, oh, there was a fucking right hook. Put him down. Nah, nah. And uh, apparently he wants to fight McGregor. He wants to fight McGregor next. Or he wants to fight fucking one of McGregor's coaches. Um, listen, he's not a professional fighter. But he can go. He probably whoop the average man. But if he steps in the ring with Connor, that might be a pretty, pretty, pretty bad day for him. But all in all, it was a good pay-per-view. You know, it was was essentially a a two-fight pay-per-view. People only really watched for Tyson and Jones Jr. And I guess the rest of them watched for Jake Paul and Nate. It's probably it was a one-fight. It's boxing. It's always a one-fight card. People watch for one fight. Like, I don't remember any fucking fight that was on the Fury Wilder two-fight card. I remember the fight, though. Yeah. And it, 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 the buy rate for it was over a million, which was shocking. It, that's huge. You know, and Tyson made his money, and John, John Jones Jr. made his money, so... All in all, it's good. It'd be interesting to see what Tyson do next. Is this a one-off? Does he do it again? Does he fight Holyfield? That's the big thing. That's probably the fight we all want to see. Personally, I'd like that fight to not be a fucking exhibition. Let them, let them go. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see. And, like I said, it's a slow news week, so we're already, we're already on to the last story of the week that I've got that was any interest of me. And that is... Um, Elliot Page. And you're probably sitting there going, who's Elliot Page? Well, if you've been living under a rock, you probably don't know. 
But um, formerly known as Alan Page, you know, success from obviously the movie Juno. She's in the Umbrella Club, Academy. Sorry, I've never, I've never watched it, but the um, the Umbrella Academy. Uh, what was the game she was in? She looks like I know it's purposeful by the the game creators, but she does look like fucking Ellie from The Last of Us. Or Ellie looks like her. It's probably more of a proper way to put it. Um, Beyond Two Souls, something like that. She was in a game I remember playing when I was younger. Yeah, she's been in a bunch of shit. She's a very accomplished actor. And was probably one of my high school crushes growing up. Her, Emma Watson, the chick from Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Those are probably the, the three that pop out to me. Um, yeah, she announced two days ago that she is now transgender. The pronouns are he and they. And before this announcement, she had announced a couple of years ago that she was a lesbian. So now essentially she is the worst thing you can be in 2020. And that is a... White straight man. Welcome to the club. It sucks. Apparently. <laughs> Nothing wrong with being a white man. You know. Besides the fact you're told you're always racist. And you're the reason the world sucks. And all that kind of stuff. But besides that, it's pretty cool. So, yeah. Um... The online reaction to it's been mostly positive, considering um, I I have seen the particular cell say that this is a publicity stunt, that this is just someone, you know, she's been in the Umbrella Academy, obviously, but she hasn't done a great deal with her career in the last few years. Um, I don't think it is, personally. I think this is just something that the writing's been on the wall for a while. But, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later when we do Pot of the Week, the Lewis J. Gomez Award, but... Transgender people are treated like shit in this world. And I find it, I would really like to see anyone who disagrees with that. You know, the suicide rates are higher, the violence against them higher. I think the, um, the violence, the violence that is, that is, that is done to black transgender people is like it is a insane number like it's ridiculous that if I told if I had the number in front of me you'd be shocked so I'm very happy for her you know I don't know if that means 
she's going to transition or, you know, turn the innie to an Audi. I'm not fully aware, but she's happy. She's happy. That's the main thing. Anyway, that is literally the news from this week. That is everything I've got. There is nothing going on. Everyone, you know, it's vaccine, 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 vaccine. Christmas, Thanksgiving was on over the weekend. Cool. I live in Australia. Don't overly care. So, if you had, a, if you live in America and you listen to this, happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully, you stayed safe and you stayed away from Grandma. You didn't kill her. But let's just get into pot of the week and let's skedaddle so I can go to sleep. I reckon. Not that I want to. It's just there's nothing to talk about. It's been, you know, pretty quiet week. So, anyway. Let's see. Let's start with special mention. And special mention goes to oral sessions. I obviously talked about it last week. I gushed about it. I thought it was amazing. And... This week was also a really good follow-up episode. Probably not as good as the first one, but still pretty cool. Uh, I was with Josh Barnett, the War Master, former UFC champion, accomplished fighter, but also is involved in a lot of wrestling. And it was, you know, John Moxley sat in on the interview, so that was always really cool. They talked a lot about mixed martial arts, mixing mixed martial arts and pro wrestling together it was really good and I and that's my special mention but this it's a strong list of you know entrants nominees check it out it's pretty cool and I just I just love this podcast like I can't stop telling people about it online it's great it's really well done like I said last week the name um, I think it'll be changed within two months. Don't know if it just becomes the Renee Paquette show or becomes Renee Sessions or Paquette Sessions. I don't know. But the name probably doesn't stay. But maybe she says fuck it and she does anyway. So there's that. Number three. Number three. Three, three. Is unhappy unthanksgiving from... My lovely friends and your lovely friends at Break the Apocalypse. Episode 13. Um, obviously with what looks like America, America's going back into lockdown. They obviously talk about that. They talk about, you know, having thank everyone having Thanksgiving by themselves, essentially. With a really close circle. It's a really good pod and you should check it out. And I don't exactly remember why I put this on the list because this was a week ago and I'm struggling to remember what I did yesterday. But it is John Draper, it is Bish O'Brien, it is Shaheem. They always are very high on my list when I do these lists every week because they just bang it out and they make an hour podcast feel like a two-hour podcast in a good way, obviously. So check those boys out. Now, number two. Another toss-up between... Number one and number two was really a challenge. Um, 
you could almost say that you know it's a tie but number two goes to lady with a huge dong episode 408 of Irish Fears Skeptic Take it's ironic that this podcast came out the day before Elliot Page announced what she announced now obviously you're going to sit there and you know the the lovely lady uh, I can't remember her last name but Margot who I I listened to this podcast I instantly just went and found her online she is amazing Um, Margot is a transgender woman who is also a comedian And with everything that's come out recently, with Ellen, can't do that, with Elliot Page, I highly recommend this pod. It may not be pod of the week, but you should definitely, definitely check this out. Because I learnt a lot of things that I didn't know. And probably a lot of things that most people don't know, you know? About how it works and... You know, transitioning and coming to terms with, you know, who you are, what you are, how you are. And, yeah, it was like a three and a half hour podcast. It flew by because I was absorbing all this information. And I must say, she is a very pretty lady. <laughs> and I have no shame in admit that. I don't give a fuck. She, she'd get it. Because, you know, very attractable. And that stuff, and to be fair, that stuff's never bothered me. It's, it, it's not something that would put me off. You know, I don't... But that's something with my own sexuality. Like, I'm... I'm not gay, obviously. But if I was, I don't give a fuck if you like it or not. You know, I... But I accepted probably two or three years ago that I'm not straight and I'm not bi and I'm not gay. I will just fuck anything with a pulse. And that's the truth. I don't want to be fucked. That's a no-no. But I'll fuck anything. (laughs) I'll, I'll go nuts though. I don't give a fuck. I don't know what that makes me. That's what I am. Obviously, if you look like a woman, that helps you in my book. Um, so, yeah, it's a really good podcast. I went on a tangent about myself. Um, you should check it out. Because it's just... It's a podcast you need to look see for yourself. It really is. And... With that done, number one, obviously it's named the Lewis J. Gromis Award for something, for a reason, and that goes to Legion of Skanks episode 495, Taking Back Tossicity. This one's a special one, because this was the last episode they will ever do from the Creek in the Cave, with Creek in the Cave is apparently... Shutting down. Obviously, 
you don't need free guesses to know why. And the boys and guess Zakamiko, who, you know, this year, who I hadn't heard until I had heard, you know, Real Ass Podcast, has shot up and he's probably one of my favourite comedian podcasters that I listen to at the moment, just because he snipes, he just, he shoots hard. When he goes at you, he goes at you. You know what I mean? He's very funny. So, they're obviously in the creek. Um, the man who I named is wa- a ward after, Luis Gomez, is completely fucked up on MDMA. The entire podcast. He is fucking out of his mind. And it was great listen, truth be told. It's a bit sad, you know, it's almost like a highlight reel of the of the pod. You know, best moments and stuff like that. It was still relevant, it was still funny. So yeah, definitely check you should check all of them out, but if you if I was to tell you to pick, you know, two of them, you're obviously gonna pick the top two. Um and I think that's it. I don't think I got nothing else today, unfortunately. It's one of those situations that it uh it is what it is as they as the kids say. Um so yeah, be sure to follow me on Twitter at downundercast7. Be sure to be subscribed, leave a review or a rating, positive, negative participation is key. And be sure to tell a friend, a family member, or an abusive alcoholic today, this week. Not a meth dealer, go and tell an abusive alcoholic. And on that note, I wish you all a very well week. And until you hear from me again, stay safe, look after one another. Peace! Bye, have a great time!